Dear Lord, I just thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing right now. You're so good to us, Lord. And right now, Father, in this moment, this very second, Father, we stand in awe of you. Studios in the South. Yes, this is Devin Harris of Full Circle Refuge. You are listening to Who Am I? Identity Crisis of Youth. This is a podcast of collections of articles, comments, and ideas with lots of truth to share with others that are really interested to see real change in our youth today. Yes, again, this is Devin Harris of Full Circle Refuge. Um, tonight, as we continue to go through this process, and we did miss a couple weeks um, because of weather and other different circumstances as we are always out there trying to put out spiritual fires that God leads us to. So tonight will be a couple chapters into the book of Who Am I? Identity Crisis of Youth. I hope you enjoy. Um, hope the volume is better than the last couple times. Um, we've had some low volume output, so hopefully this will work for you all this evening. Who Am I? Identity Crisis of Youth Today. Be watchful and stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. ESV My sons, do not forget my teachings and keep my commands in mind because they will bring you life, long life, good years, and peace. Do not let mercy and truth leave you. Fasten them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, and then you will find favor and much success in the sight of God and humanity. Proverbs 3, 1-4, God's Word Translation. Lost and Found Reaching through the darkness, slowly I brushed away the tears. Subconsciously, I realized it's a dream. For consciously I had cried in years. I hit my knees in prayer, earnestly pouring out my heart. My needs and desires go unanswered while I'm left trembling in the dark. Can it be something I'm doing wrong? Am I not going about this the right way? Maybe it's in the way I fold my hands or simply in the words I try to say. My soul is in search of comfort. So I'm looking for answers to the unknown. I was raised with certain knowledge of the Bible, although it's always it wasn't always executed in my home. My excuses were slim. I chose the easy way by blaming it on the way that I was raised and the things I did without. Searching for inner peace 
a form of serenity which has eluded me thus far. I tried all forms of hocus-pocus, even wishing upon a star. Nothing seemed to work. I seemed destined to a lifer of despair. All my hopes and dreams had vanished until that night I found the Lord Jesus Christ through my teary prayer. T.M. Augusta Wadi C. Bible Discussion Group Member Solution A message has challenged and burdened us recently was about from a missionary named Paul Washer. He loved to hear we love to hear his message each week because it's always it pierces our hearts. Washer's message was Act like men from first Corinthians sixteen thirteen, which is stated above. I thought, where are the men? This is the missing link. To seek change in society, we need men. Men, in this verse statement, act like men, men means to render ones manly or brave, to show oneself a man. That is, not to be coward or timid or alarmed at enemies, but to be bold and brave. We have a similar phrase in common use, be men, or show yourself a man. That is, be not mean or be cowardly, from Barnes' Notes on Bible. I ask myself, where are these men? Where can I find them? Where is this hero that points to others, the true hero? When we began Full Circle Refuge, I didn't know where God would take us. I just obeyed his directions to speak truth to the downtrodden. Now as I watch this ministry continue to grow, I see why God has called us. To put it simply, there are more than a thousand at-risk young men and women in YDCs and in the community that we get to interact with each month. We are needed. You're needed. Who else but those presently living out the promise from God will answer such a great need? One of the drawbacks of this written word you are reading is that it cannot communicate my tone of voice or facial expression. If you could sit across the table from me right now, perhaps you would sense the sincere urgency in my heart and the genuine love I have for these kids, the need. One Sunday chapel service at Augusta YDC, I had a blessed time sharing the truth of the promise of the gospel of Jesus Christ with about 20 young men. I was seeing their faces seeking hope for changes in their lives. Some were denying that there is truth for their lives. Some were confirming what has already happened in their life at YDC, a transformation into a new creature in Christ. I share with them of one young man, Patrick T., from eight years ago, who sat in the same seats and heard the truth. It took him many years to get it right. But now he is being ordained as a deacon in his church. And some think there's no hope for them. We hear, is this all I get in life? Lock out, lock up. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.11, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Cause and effect. I worked on spiritual things first in my life. And the physical came because of the effects of the spiritual. Sons, listen to your father's discipline. 
and pay attention in order to gain understanding. After all, I have taught you well. Do not abandon my teachings. When I was a boy learning from my father, and when I was a tender and only child of my mother, they used to teach me and say to me, Cling to my words wholeheartedly. Obey my commands so that you may live. Proverbs 4, 1-4, God's Word Translation. Music has played a lar very large part role in my life. One of the hardest things for me to change about myself is the music I listen to. I am a 16-year-old Hispanic guy, and I've been raised with and around black people my whole life. So naturally, I love rap. DMX is my favorite rapper. Although he raps about some pretty crazy things like selling his soul to the Satan and killing people, he also raps about a lot of real things. I love DMX music because I can relate to a lot of things he has experienced. As a young person, I, I never really had a family. Both my parents were gone by the age of five. Then DFAC's child services put me in a foster home. At, foster, at the foster family seemed like the foster family seemed like a real nice, loving family, who really cared for me. But it turned out they wanted was just money. Sadly, lonely and depressed, I began searching for some type of relief from the pain. I found music. At first, all I did was listen to the words and the rhythm. But then I began to comprehend what the artist was implying through his song. I realized that a lot of people were going through the same stuff as me. Thinking material things would make me happy as it appeared to do for big time rappers, I started living the street life. My new motto was, whatever, whatever. When I felt like doing something crazy, I just slid a CD in and pressed play, play to get the boost from the music. I started committing crimes around the age of 11. Although I was introduced to drugs, I was on my way of living the life of a thug. Rap lyrics express how smoking weed, getting money, and having women would make me happy make me happy and I felt into I fell into the lifestyle my first time getting locked up was at age 11 I was only I only stayed overnight while I was there I met a lot of kids that were in the same situation as me young and blinded I promised myself that I was going to make it regardless no matter what happened I was going to live the way I wanted and did not need anyone else's help after a while, I started committing more serious crimes. My homeboys, or my homeboy who was like a father I never had, took me under his wing. He helped me learn the street game and put me on my feet. When I was around 12 or 13, I was locked up again. I served six months at Augusta YDC. I was released back to the streets. During that time of being locked up, I let my anger and hate for the law twist it, twist my ways and continue to blind me. Listening to rap and waiting for a time to pass was pretty much all I did. Back to the streets again, which was home for me. I continued to break the law. My whole look on life changed one evening while walking around downtown, window shopping. Just as I left the package store, I found a CD on the ground. And when I picked it up, I was so surprised to see it was not broken. Except for a few scratches on the case, it was pretty much brand new. 
when I got in the car to play the CD, that's when I heard the voice of DMX and instantly fell in love with his music. It was like an angel heard my silent cries and put the CD there for me to find. I found what I thought was the answer to all my questions about life. The song looked through my eyes, explained to others the reasons I did the things I did. It explained a lot more too from not knowing the, that anything a child to fall into the world's traps. All his songs were supported to the ways I felt that I had to live to be happy. Just eight months before I turned eight, 15, I got my own apartment. Being young, being too young to get my name on it, my homeboy got, got his name put on it. Also, he got me a fine car for me and put that in his name. And then four months later, I got my apartment. My girl moved in, in the hood with me. She was a beautiful person who really loved me. She was the second best thing that happened to me. I thought, stupidly, I thought I was living it up. I had my own car, my own place to stay, and a beautiful girl. This is what all I needed. A couple months later, I committed another crime. While running from the police, I thought my only way out was suicide, so I drove straight under a Mack truck. I've been in jail since three days after my 15th day, day old birthday until now. Since then, I've been at YDC. I've been through a long period of severe oppression in which I experiment with. That lasted for eight months, and then I finally made it to the next level and was moved to a regular open bay. Seven months later, I made a confession of faith and gave my life to Jesus Christ. I've been praying daily that I'll find a new type of music which would which will interest me and motivate me to live positively. DMX is still my favorite artist, and sometimes I do listen to his music. Last week, I finally got my nerve up to get rid of the CD, so I gave it away. In the past months, Jesus has answered several of my prayers with yes. I prayed that he would send me someone who would really love and care for me. So far, he has sent two loving Christian people who have offered to help me when I get out. Now on the verge of 17 years old, I can truly say I'm happy. I still have a lot of I need to work on, but it's a lot easier with God on my side. I need to let you know one thing, and that is, I'm not changing because God says I'm supposed to, or because the Bible's expectation demands a better of me, but because I want to change. I want... I'll be taking my GED test in a couple weeks, and I know I'll pass because I have special friends to help me out. I've been through a lot, and I'm still here pushing towards forward towards the mark set before me. God does live through those who believe in Him. No matter how long something might go wrong, you won't be able to change it by yourself. I know it may have taken six years to get it through my head, but God did it. It's the truth. Love in Christ. A.V. Solution. An article I just read entitled, Men, Christian Men Defend the Fatherless by Greg Arnold said the problem of young males' violence is the missing dad, the real man in society. Every young man I have ever interacted with in our community to try to move them 
forward in life is missing a dad or has a passive father in the house. Mom is trying to be a dad, but that's but that can't and will never happen. Young men need real men to lead them into manhood. No woman can ever lead a young male into a rites of passage of manhood. Our society is now off balance because of this missing link in the family. In every state, the number of families with children have have two parents rather than one has dropped significantly over the past decade. Even as the country adds 160,000 families with children, the number of two-family household, two-parent households, decreased by 1.2 million. 15 million U.S. children, or one in three, live without a father, and nearly five million live without a mother. In 1960, just 11% of American children lived in homes without fathers. Source. Fathers disappear from households across America by LukeWashingtonTimes.com. These are startling statistics that need addressing in a bold way. Now with the loss of a real man in our lives, something else comes alongside them to confirm their lack of identity is our emotional so-called peace, to confirm their attitude. It's the music of today. I know you've heard this topic before. And many want to say, it's just entertainment. We have human beings created as worship. We have human beings created as worship of someone that feeds to our psychological thinking. My friend and an author, Devin Robinson, expressed his thoughts about this on Facebook. He states here, I woke up this morning with this rap music on my mind. It used to be music of inspiration where youth could have an outlook, outlook of expression. Now has become the music that keeps his fans living check to check and in some cases never getting out of poverty. The artists that defend the evolution of this music have been crooked runaway preachers who defend it when they are able to cash a check from it. They don't care about anyone outside of their homes and we wonder where the village has gone. Now when you approach people who are struggling with information and lift them out of their situation, they call you acting white. I don't get it. I didn't know doing something right means acting white. Oh well, it's like having low expectations for ourselves. We expect to become nothing. Rappers are doing a worse number on our community than Jim Crow laws. Usually there is a rebellious music of each generation that only the youth listen to and parents complain. The evolution from jazz to R&B to blues to funk to disco to rap. This is the first time we have had music that young and old are listening to together. Infants and grandparents, this is a sign. This proves that our music can get no more bottom-dwelling than rap. I am speaking of the rap, the mainstream places in front of our children. We hit our permanent low. Sex younger, baby sooners, jail faster. It has been a music of mental, social, and financial oppression. Anyways, sorry for being long-winded, Professor, Professor Devin Robertson, Facebook friend. So where is the music industry going with this higher-than-God music? Here is proof of what the biggest of the biggest is thinking about regarding the solution to violence among young males. The police 
state agenda and Jay-Z and Kanye West no church in the wild with Adam Lambert's never close your eyes no church in the wild has rather profound philosophical implications the lyrics are of course of up for interpretation one of which is that the song is a rejection of religious dogma to embrace a more humanist and maybe hedonistic way of life the title of the song itself is figurative way of saying that religious institutions such as the church are unnecessary human construct constructs that are not found in nature. That being said, the video consists of largely lo lovely footage of trees and streams. Oh no, actually the video is about a bunch of dudes getting beat up by the riot police. Why? What's the relationship to the lyrics? I am not totally sure but the video is pretty much five straight minutes of angry rioters and violent police re regression. A great way to desensitize young people to the concept of a police state. The police state. In Kanye West and Jay-Z, no church in the wild, and Adam Lambert's never close our eyes by VC, VigilantCitizens.com. Speaking life of a beast to get the nation healed. Yeah.